Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very accomplished and senior professional from the U.S. talking to us today from Australia, Kim Norman Dobrin. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, Kim is the co-founder and CEO of Free the Mind company. She's an author of three best-selling books in South Africa. Uh, she's been recognized, awarded, and felicitated several times, and she's the founding director of the Apartheid Museum in South Africa. So Kim, before we talk about free the mind and workplace well-being, tell me a little bit about your own journey. Well, I think, um, like most people, you don't really know where your journey is going to take you. It's Correct. very easy in retrospect. But when we looking at going forward, we actually have no idea. And I never really wanted a career. I wanted to be the best mom and the best wife that I could be. And then man plans and God laughs. And we obviously went with his plan. Mm. So um, I'm South African. I come from quite a challenged childhood. Mm -hmm. And walking out of Schindler's List, I realized that this was about humanity. And if I wanted my own children mm. to be raised in a better world, then best I get involved. And so every choice that I have made along the way has really reflected that. It's about how can I make the world a better place mm. for my own children and for mm. every other child that I can possibly impact in a positive way in the in the smallest ways, because you know it's it's as much as we can do. Very well said. Well said. Uh, so tell me a little bit now about Free the Mind and, uh, you know, what is what are you doing here and what was your motivation to start? Well, Free the Mind Co., my son is my both my child and my business partner, and mm -hmm. he has written three books all about Freddie, who lives in a magical rainforest. Mm -hmm. And it came about when he was doing his yoga teacher training in Bali, mm -hmm. and he called and he said to me, there's one common denominator between everyone, and that's fear and anxiety. Mm. And we have to do something about it because it stops potential and it stops opportunity. Mm. And so he wrote these beautiful, magical books, and we got an animated illustrator to design them and, and illustrate them. Mm. And then we built them out into activity sticker books and into workbooks and then into a full curriculum. Mm. And I left South Africa in 2016 mm -hmm. to go live in Atlanta in America. Mm -hmm. And we then launched in 2018, 2019, Free mm -hmm. the Mind Code. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is when you free your mind, you're open to opportunity and possibility. Right. And so we built this out into a curriculum to take into classrooms and to help teachers and families and parents with mm -hmm. social emotional learning but with real skills and tools to build mm. the inner resource that you can rely on. Mm. Um, because the outside world, as we know, is very fickle Correct. and it changes. So if you don't have those skills and tools inside you, mm. it's very difficult to navigate life. Mm. And everyone and society puts so much emphasis on academia. Mm. And yes, it's important. Mm. But, you know, academia is a key to a job that's going to start and it's going to finish. Correct. And no one teaches you how to live life. Life. Mm. And life can be very challenging as well as joyful. Absolutely. And so what we do is we've now built this out because of COVID online. So we've mm. got incredible online programs that are self-led for children mm. in the schooling system. They also hybrid with teacher manuals 
we've got a parent family program and teacher professional development. Um, and that's what we're doing. We're giving the skills and the tools in a very fun, dynamic way. We believe mm. children should learn through fun mm. um, and very real. It's very oh. practical and very real. Fascinating. You also talk a lot about well-being. Yes. Uh, let me start by asking you, how do you define well-being? Well, well-being for me, and it's only my opinion, as mm -hmm. you know, everyone has their own. But yeah. for me, it's it's a sense of feeling good. Mm -hmm. It's a sense of feeling healthy. So for the body, well-being is health. Mm -hmm. For the mind, it's joy. Mm -hmm. uh, for emotion, it's love. Mm -hmm. For your life energies, it's blissfulness. Mm. You know, and then for finance, it's stability and abundance. Correct. And you know, when when we talk about this, I think everyone aspires to it, and yet they're not quite sure what it is. Like you say, mm. like what does it mean to to me? Mm. Everyone has their own understanding of it. Correct. Correct. Well said. And, uh, you know, it's often been said that there are five steps to improve well-being. And I'm quoting someone else, someone I had interviewed, uh, which are the connect, be active, take notice, keep learning and give. Uh, I found I thought these were very interesting. So I thought I'll ask you, what are your thoughts uh, on these five steps? Well, as I said before, I think everyone finds their way mm -hmm. of finding how to navigate that path. As you know, there are many, many paths up the mountain. Correct. For me, one of the most important things is a sense of self. It's mm. self-awareness. It's mm. self-understanding. Because if you don't understand yourself, mm. how do you begin to understand anyone else? Mm. So self-growth, for me, is the most important thing. If we can teach children a sense of self, mm. um, because we grow and we change and we face with different experiences in our lives mm -hmm. so we have to understand how we are doing that mm -hmm. and then once you do that it's the connection to everything around us okay. connection to others connection to um connection to the environment it's so important to feel mm -hmm. part of because we are all connected i really know that i really believe in that that mm -hmm. i'm connected to you even though we're on the other side of the world correct i know that i'm connected to you and when you know that you're connected to others mm. and you have a deep understanding of yourself, mm. you'll treat them as you wish to be treated yourself. Mm. No one has to teach you not to be mean or because you're part of me. Why would I want to be mean to you? Mm. Well said. So, yeah. Well said. And uh, Kim, there are, uh, you know, different aspects of well-being. You know, there is emotional, physical, financial, social, what are your thoughts on how does one manage these different aspects in each one of us? I think it's an ongoing journey. Mm -hmm. I think we're all in process. There's no such thing as getting there. Where mm -hmm. is there? You know, um, as we age, we face with different dynamics. So it's never an end point. Mm -hmm. And curiosity, as you said previously, curiosity is so important. Mm -hmm. It's what does this mean? What am I going through? How do I navigate it? Mm -hmm. So it's this constant journey mm -hmm. um, that we need to commit to. And it's a commitment. Mm -hmm. And once you start it, it's very hard to go back. Correct. Because there's just so much to move you forward. Mm -hmm. 
Well said. And is there a way that we can measure our well-being? I mean, it's it's always relative. Um, but are there any tools available? You know, this is how I was yesterday and this is how I'm feeling tomorrow. I think that's a really tough one. Mm -hmm. You know, we've done so much research, qualitative and quantitative research, and I work with people who have got apps and programs where you can measure certain things. Do I think that we can measure it exactly? No, I think it's a very difficult one to measure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's so... Um, dynamic and mm. organic mm. as you work with it. Mm. Um, and I think you're the best best judge mm. to say how are you actually feeling if you have got that self-awareness in you. Well said. And uh, in your opinion, do men and women handle the state, the status of or the stage of well-being they're in differently? I'm not an expert in this field. Okay. However, through experience and observation, mm. I definitely think so. Mm. I think women are naturally open and curious about communicating emotion, about really wanting to understand it. Mm. Whereas men, and I think society has done this so much, men mm. are very directed. It's their career. It's And they've done research, for instance, if a job comes up or, or something in the career space, mm. A woman will work very hard to be qualified and they won't apply for it because they're not qualified enough for it. Mm. Whereas a man will jump in and take the risk mm. and actually just learn it as he goes. Mm. So that in itself tells you so much mm. about how women respond and how men respond mm. and really what consensus reality has done as society, right? As how we raise our children. Mm. Interesting. And my next question to you is, you know, we spoke about the pandemic when we started a little bit, this when you got your son wrote those books, and we'll talk a little bit about little more about the books. Uh, do you think the pandemic has impacted our well-being? Huge, mm -hmm. huge. I actually said to my son the other day, I said to him that we are living in history. Mm. The pandemic showed us a different world mm. completely, and everyone's trying to scramble not only to understand it, but to normalize it. We like to have comfort zone. We like to understand what's going on in our world. And at this stage, there's not much we know. Um, people are suffering from long COVID. People are really ill. Doctors really don't know what they're looking at. They're trying to find solutions. Um, as far as education goes, education has changed tremendously. Hmm. For us, example, we were in the classroom just all hands-on, and now we've got this incredible online program. Hmm. Um, so there has been so much change. People are burnt out. They are overwhelmed. Hmm. Teachers, there's a 50% retention rate for teachers. Mm -hmm. And then the flip side, the positive side, has been so incredible because the connections have just escalated tremendously. What we can do globally Mm. We are so interconnected right now. Mm. And I think a lot of people realize that. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm. Interesting. There's one more question relating to well-being, and then we'll move to your books uh, again. Uh, and that's about culture. Uh, mm. Different cultures talk about well-being in different ways. Some people love to talk about the, you know, the state of their mind, the state of their health, etc. And others very stoically don't want to talk about it. 
I'd love to get your thoughts on how does culture impact well-being? Again, I mean, this is not one of something that I've studied. I've just experienced it yeah. because I've yeah. traveled so much and worked mm. globally. Mm. Culture is a huge aspect mm. in many ways. Mm. It, it's our mindset. Mm. It's how we think about things. It's how we function in the world. Mm. It comes with a blueprint. Mm. And unless you are prepared to challenge that blueprint, mm. you're simply following suit. And that's one of the things that I want to challenge people now is to stop and say, am I happy with this blueprint? Mm. Do I want to change this blueprint? Mm. Am I doing everything because I was told to do this? Or mm. is it because I really believe in it? Do I really want this? So if you look at you in India now, so um, if you look at the Indian culture, it's very connected to the, you know, the history and to meditation mm. and to yoga and to eating beautiful vegetarian food and it's very tactile mm. like I love being in India because I can eat with my fingers mm. you know it becomes such an immersive um, sensory experience mm. whereas if you go to the UK mm. to Britain it's very stoic mm. and don't talk about your emotions you know you've got to suck it up and put a brave face on because mm. no one wants to hear it correct and um, so culture plays out in many different ways, how mm. we raise our children, how we educate them. And now we're learning from each other because the pandemic has thrown everyone up in arms. And mm. so it's about everyone connecting and going, okay, what's the best practice? Mm. How do we learn from each other? Very interesting. So let's come back to the books that you were telling me your son wrote. Uh, tell me a little more about how are you really taking the message out to so many different parts of the world? So um, we've recently launched the online programs. Are they accessible? They're in English now. And um, we've been getting requests in different languages. We do want it in many, many different languages. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very easy. There's a preview on freethemindco.com mm -hmm. for teachers. There's so much information there so they can get a free preview of the program. It's for children between the ages of 5 and 12 to 14. Mm -hmm. And then there's a teacher program as well as a family program. Mm -hmm. And Freddie lives in a magical rainforest. Mm -hmm. And it's very inclusive. So we wanted everyone to look at Freddie and see themselves in it mm. and see themselves in Freddie. Uh, didn't matter where you came from in the world or what language you spoke. Mm. The other thing is, is that you'll see very few real children mm. in the program because, again, we wanted all children to be able to relate to it. Mm. So Freddie has animal friends in the magical rainforest. Mm -hmm. And we've got an avatar who's a bird who's wonderful. Mm. And it's very much about talking to teachers and parents and saying to them, what do you want? Mm. School counselors, psychologists. Mm. And the teacher was saying, give us something light. Don't give us heavy. We've got too much going on as it is. So mm. it's a very light lift to, for teachers. Mm. Um, they all wanted it to be self-led. So if they do it at home, the parents didn't want to be having to hover it and be responsible. Mm. The kids mm. can do this by themselves yeah. or at school. And the teachers didn't want to be redundant as no teacher should. So it's got a hybrid model where every grade and every standard gets their own teacher manual that's organic and dynamic and it works and adjusts to teaching style. Mm -hmm. um, and then we work directly with the teachers and with families as well. Mm. And do you use uh, Freddie as uh, 
uh, as, as a prop for, to be able to communicate messages to children? Yes. Freddie uh, is Freddie's the main character. The first story is about how do you release your fears and anxiety, which is a very important aspect yeah. right now. Mm. Anxiety has gone up four times since the pandemic. Mm. Four times. Um, where everyone thought the kids would want to go back to school and be happy mm. to go back to school. They are not. They're not integrating they are really struggling. Mm. And so this program talks to them about emotional understanding. Another thing is that because of the masks, children, little ones, were not learning to speak properly mm. and they weren't learning the cues. So I look at your face and I can say, okay, are you smiling? Mm. What does that mean? Mm. So kids weren't learning all of this. Wow. All of that is in this program, as well as real skills and tools. Mm. How, what do you do? when you have got these overwhelming emotions, mm. what do you do in the moment? And what do you do after that? Mm. So we give them real skills and tools. There's also design and build, so it's mm. fun. They design and build their own emotional thermometer where they do drag and paste little stickers all over. And then we teach them how to actually do it in real life so mm. they can stick it on their wall. Wow. Um, so it takes them through an emotional journey of really understanding and then building their dreams. Because children don't necessarily dream anymore. They're mm. so being pushed by society. You've got to get that A mark. You've got to get the top. You've got to Correct. do this. You've got to do that. We want children to start to dream again mm. because everything starts with a dream. Correct. So when you release those fears and anxiety and you understand emotions are all normal, that's another thing that we have a big thing. There's no good or bad emotions. Mm. Emotions are the barometer and it just tells you what you're feeling. Mm. So we want children to know that. Just because you're angry doesn't mean it's a bad emotion. Correct. So um, all of this is in the program and it's fun and it's bright and it's light and there's music in it. And um, the data collection is really superb. Mm. Um, so you can and, track and the data from for my Amazon. viewers and listeners, uh, Kim, are these books available on Amazon? Yes, you can oh, order them on Amazon, but you can also order them on our, on our website, mm. freethemindco.com. Freethemindco.com. Okay. So I'm yeah. going to ask all our viewers and listeners to go and check out. Uh, Freethemindco.com. Yeah. As well as um, Instagram. Sure. They welcome to, to follow Freethemindco. Okay. Will do. Will and do. so, yes, that's what it is. And as we're building out one book, we'll do the next book and the next book. The second book is all about what gift do you bring to the world? Hmm. You know, so many people, you ask them, what gift do you bring to the world? They go, Correct. I have no idea. But every single individual who comes into Absolutely. our world brings a gift. Absolutely right. And what a beautiful thing to teach children mm. that you 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 know you you've got this uniqueness. You've got a gift. What mm. do you want to share with the world? Mm. How fascinating! How fascinating! So I've got time for a couple of more questions, and I'd like to talk uh, to you about the Apartheid Museum in South Africa. You're the founding director. Sure. Uh, tell me about the museum and uh, what went into curating something like this. It was an enormous accomplishment. It was actually sponsored by one of the businessmen in South Africa. He put up a hundred million of his own money um, to build it. And then there was an incredible team. Mm -hmm. And the discussion was very challenging because we thought, okay, how far back do you go? Because everything's got a history mm -hmm. and apartheid came out of a history. And uh, it's something that I'm very proud to be part of. I was raised in an apartheid South Africa. So it's my personal history as well. 
and then to share that with others. Mm. Um, I believe that you should always look into the history when you go to any country. And so when someone goes to South Africa, I really encourage them to not only go there on a vacation. You know, I was blessed to have known and been connected with Nelson Mandela. Mm -hmm. And for me, he's my greatest role model. Mm -hmm. His humbleness, his commitment, his focus. He was never a politician. He was always a humanitarian. I agree. And he just wanted to make the world a better place. And I, in my tiny little way, try and follow in his footsteps. How fascinating. And oh yeah, he was an absolutely amazing man. I first met him when he received the Singapore Prime Minister's delegation, I think in 1993 or something like that, uh, in uh, the Table Mountain, Mount Nelson Hotel. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. He was there, but... Uh, and he was just, he was just his aura when he walked into a room I, was just so powerful without him even doing anything. Correct. And, you know... Um, we went to his house one day. I was supposed to be filming him mm. for something I was doing. And our film crew wasn't there. And so my daughter and I sat in his lounge, just the three of us, mm. having the best cup of rooibos ever. And he just spoke to her for an hour. Mm. And I walked out thinking he truly is the children's president. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. And Kim, my last question to you, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation, what would you say are three lessons? You know, you had such an amazing journey of your own, you know, your own life, uh, coming from South Africa, opportunity to spend time with Mr. Mandela, Free the Mind Co., well-being. What would you say are three lessons you want our viewers and listeners to take away? Number one, I think foremost for me is always be humble. Hmm. Because we're all in process. Mm. If you think anyone has real answers, forget it. Mm. Yeah. We're all trying to figure it out. Yeah. And so don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. As long as you're moving forward and doing the best that you can Correct. to learn more, that for me is essential. Mm. Um, the second thing is, is have a focus not only for yourself, but for others in the world. Mm. Um. Whatever you do, leave a legacy, however small or however large it may be, yeah. where you've touched other people's lives, where mm. you've made someone happy for mm. a minute, for an hour, for a day, mm. whatever the case may be. Because if we all do those, the ripple effects are just so incredible. Mm. And really come from a place of gratitude and appreciation mm. for what you have in your life as well as what you're surrounded with. And we all face challenges. And sometimes in life, when we're facing major challenges, it's difficult to see it. Mm -hmm. And I've got a practice that I do every single night. I get into bed, no matter how hard my day has been. And I go, what am I grateful for today? What abundance did I have? Mm -hmm. And the abundance can be something so tiny, like having, oh, I really enjoyed that cup of tea. Or it could be really huge, like, oh, wow, we got into a school with a thousand kids mm. or whatever the case may be. But no matter how hard the day is, there's always some light and there's always someone who's going through way more challenges than you. Wow. You know, so I really, really keep that in mind. Mm. Wonderful. And on that note, Kim, and your three wonderful lessons, always be humble. Um, we are all work in progress. 
uh, have a focus for others, leave a legacy. And third one, I'll re- always remember about gratitude and appreciation in life. Thank you so much for speaking to me about your journey, about Free the Mind Co., about uh, well-being, about uh, all the work that you're doing with so many different children. Thank you again Thank and good luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for The Brand Called You.